Christ, the Divine Truth is brought to you by Jamaica Physical Therapy, serving the community for over 20 years and specializing in pain management, sports injuries, and pre- and post-operation rehabilitation and chronic conditions such as arthritis, tendonitis, and bursitis. Jamaica Physical Therapy accepts most private insurances and Medicare. For more information, call 718-297-3699 or visit jamaicapt.com. Christ, the Divine Truth, is the radio ministry of Dr. Sam Olagun Samuel. Through uncompromising biblical teaching, instruction, and application, Dr. Sam desires to see people's lives transformed through Christ. Now, here's Dr. Sam. to CDT on the here. Today is our fourth episode in our series, Divine Truth. Today's topic is, how can I receive the truth? In our first episode, we discussed about the components of the truth, which are visible and invisible. On the second episode, we answered the question of who is the truth? And the answer was Christ is the divine truth. Last week, we discussed about the reasons why we need the truth. And we highlighted that the truth will save us from eternal wrath of God or eternal judgment of God. But today, I would like to answer the question of how can I receive the truth? We know what is the truth. We know who is the truth. But how could we receive the truth? How can I receive the truth? So from our previous episodes, we know that Christ is the divine truth. Or the question may have been, how can I receive Christ? That is, how could you receive the truth? We understand that the truth has two components, the visible and invisible. And to receive the truth, you need a receiver. Otherwise, you cannot receive it. Like I previously explained or give us an example in our first episode, I am speaking and broadcasting from the station. If you do not have something to receive at your other end, you will not receive this broadcast. If you don't have the app in your devices or you log into a website using a Wi-Fi, something to receive on the other side to be connected to me, you will not be able to receive or listen to this broadcast. So likewise, the invisible part of the truth to be re- to receive this, you need a receiver. For example, you need ear to hear or receive a sound. And you need eyes to see or receive light. So if the reality of the truth needs to be received, you need an invisible part of it or an invisible receiver to have a complete truth. Remember, I said truth is made up of two components, invisible and visible. You need the invisible receiver for you to understand how the, or to have the complete truth. So what, I'm, what do I mean by that? You need a component inside you, which is a receiver, and this component is called Holy Spirit. This is, li- this is Holy Spirit is living and can only indwell in people that have received the truth. Therefore, you can receive the truth when the spirit of the truth is present in you. And that is what many people, majority of us, mankind, we are lacking. We lack the spirit of truth. The Bible stated in John chapter 14, verse 16, when Jesus Christ 
died, he was resurrected. Now he also commanded before he went in and was killed. He spoke to his disciples. Those are the people that were with him. So before he went, before he was arrested, he discussed a lot of things with them so that they will understand the truth and they will, they will understand when those events take place. So let's read on verse 16. He said this to them, to his disciples. He said, and I will ask the father and he will give you another helper or comforter or another advocate or another intercessor or a counselor or strengthener or someone or receiver. Let's use that for our own understanding. To be with you forever. So Jesus Christ will say he's going to send an advocate. He's going to send helper. Someone that will be able to help you to have the understanding and to come to the truth. This helper is invisible helper. This helper is the receiver. He said he will be with you forever. Verse 17 says, The spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive and take to his heart, because he does not see him or know him. But you know him because he, the Holy Spirit, remains with you continually and he will be in you. So you need the receiver. You need the helper. You need the comforter. This comforter, this helper is your is the invisible receiver. And that is the Holy Spirit. And that is the person that would indwell in you. So you need the Holy Spirit. So if we look, continue with the Bible and look at the book of Luke chapter 4, which we could read from verse 16 to 17, we see what event that took place there. He said, so he came to Nazareth. Where he had been brought up, this was Jesus Christ. He was born in Bethlehem, but he was raised in another town called Nazareth. So now he came to this land that he has been trained. He was being brought up. So he was visiting his hometown. So we sometimes we go like, oh, it's at my hometown. It's a place that you probably grown up. You're familiar with the people there. You're familiar with all the activities. So Jesus Christ went back to his hometown. He went back to the place that uh, people got to know him. So he was brought up in this town called Nazareth. So and it was in his, in this in the custom that he has to be brought to the synagogue. So the Bible says he entered the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. So he was entering the synagogue, he was entering the temple, and he was giving the Bible or the scripture to read. So verse 17 says, The scroll of the he read and he said, The scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. He unrolled the scroll and find the place where it was written. You see, when we are talking about prophecy, we are talking about things that will happen in the future so that those events, when they happen, we will understand that God, who has a foreknowledge of everything, who is omniscient God, have the understanding of everything from the beginning until the end. So there are information, there are things that are discussed in the Bible, in the scripture, about Jesus Christ. So Jesus Christ is now in the reality of time to fulfill those invisible information, invisible things that are part of the truth that have been spoken about him. So he quoted from Isaiah chapter 61 verse 1. That was the scroll. They gave him the scroll and he read from this passage. The passage says, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed and commissioned me to bring good news to the humble and afflicted. 
He has sent me to bind up the wounds of the brokenhearted, to proclaim release, that is from confinement and condemnation, to the physical and spiritually captive people and give freedom to the prisoners. So Christ was sent to proclaim one good news to to the humble and afflicted to the broken-hearted and captives those people we say captives are people that were physically and spiritually captived in other words he came to spread the good news to the poor and the captive so we could see from this context what we need to receive the truth what do we need to accept Christ? So he said he was sent to the humble and afflicted. So you need humility. He said he was sent to the humble and afflicted and brokenhearted and captive. You need humility and contrite heart. You need humility and contrite heart to receive the spirit of truth. You need to humble yourself from God Almighty, sovereign God, who is the creator of the universe. You need humility and contrite heart. You need your heart to be broken for you to receive the spirit of the truth. You need the seed of God in you so that you'll be able to receive the truth. Isaiah 57, 15, it told us that for the I an exalted one, this is part of the character of God. He said, he who inhabits eternity. He's saying God Almighty inhabits eternity. It is there before time. It will be there after time. It's Alpha and Omega. It's there forever and ever. There's no time constraint when it comes to God. Eternity, timeless. He said, whose, whose name is holy? The name of God is holy because God is holy. Says this, high, dwell on a high and holy place. This is God Almighty speaking, but also with the contrite and humble in spirit in order to revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite overcome with the sorrow for sin. So God Almighty wants to live with people that are humble. He wants to live with people with the spirit of humility. He wants to revive the spirit of the humble to live with them. He wants the truth to be known for people that have humble heart and contrite heart. God have heart or pride. God does not like pride. God resists someone that is arrogant. God wants to dwell, be with someone that is reasonable. How could you say someone is reasonable? Someone that do not think is better than someone else. Someone that does not raise his own heart above someone else. Someone that is humble in his heart and see the benefit of others. So that is also spelled out in the book of Psalms chapter 34 verse 18. He said that Lord is near to those who have broken heart and saves such as have a contrite spirit. So God is in a business to deal with people with broken hearts. He's in a business with pe- to deal with people that have contrite heart spirit. People that are reasonable. People that will be able to accept to know that God is God and is sovereign. And people that will be able to understand the truth. People that will be able to receive the spirit of the truth. And people that will be able to know that the spirit of the truth is in Christ. So let's look for example how God has been dealing with people that actually demonstrated the spirit of humility or demonstrated contrite heart. For example, in the book of Luke chapter 19 verse 1 to 6, it shows us that when Jesus Christ entered and passed through Jericho, another city, it said, Now behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus who was the chief tax collector and he was rich. Now, this man was chief. He was a manager or someone in charge. He was the chief tax collector. 
And not only that, he has influence in the society. The man was also rich. He has influence, he has power, he has money, he has wealth, he's rich. So if you look at our society and look at ourselves, I'm someone that have all this quality and things. What do you think will be running in their mind? Do you think the person will be humble in his heart? Do you think the person will have a contract heart? So for verse 3 says, and he sought to see who Jesus was. That is, Zacchaeus sought to see who is Jesus, who is the Christ, but could not because there are so many people present because of the crowd, for it was a short stature. You see, God knows how to do things. This man, he has everything, but he has everything. He's a short man. <laughs> he's rich, he has influence, but he's short. He can't change his height. He couldn't have done so. If he has that money, he could have done, maybe during their time, do something to bring his height up. I know you would tell me that in this 21st century, he would have used growth hormone. I understand. He could have. Let's say he used the growth hormone as tall. But this man, there are so many people pressing to Christ. So he has short stature. So he can, he ran ahead and climbed up into his sycamore tree to see him for he was going to pass that way and when jesus came to the place he looked up and saw him and he said to him zacchaeus make haste and come down for today i must stay at your house so he made haste and came down and received him just for him Join Dr. Sam next Monday at 8.45 p.m. for Christ, the Divine Truth. Brought to you by Jamaica Physical Therapy. Offering pain relief from sports injuries or accidents for any part of the body. Visit JamaicaPT.com or call 718-297-3699 for more information.